Right? Exactly. <laughs> One hopes. Oh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> this week, let me tell you, it's been it's been a long one. Whew. It's so, been a long it's been a long year of weeks. It's been a long year of weeks. Yes. <laughs> there exactly, we go. There's the exactly. title. Title for the podcast right there. Definitely <laughs> been a long year of weeks. Wow. <laughs> That's gonna be the 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 year finale episode title. A long mm-hmm. year of weeks. Oh man. Well, hello and welcome to the Togcast. I am your most excellent host, John. With me as always is Justin. And today we have some awesome guests. Our buddies from Comicsburg decided to come and take over for another episode, which we don't mind because it's cool. <laughs> we like to support you guys. Say, we, yeah, it's all good. Well, we're always glad to come in and take over your show and 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 talk about things that are fun for us. Get well, you yeah. guys some views for once. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I wow. I, I, I I do. You know, I do need to check on that. I wonder. I'm wondering <laughs> what our uh, our view rate if it's changed since we moved to Wednesdays. Um, if it has changed much or at all, um, I, I, I'm going. I'm going to say it has because I'm usually in in the chat and it's usually me. And I see Steve Steve Hainer's in there right now. Yeah, and like I don't. I think he's just been. I don't think he's. I think he said he hasn't been on since you guys moved. But I think wow. that once you do that. Um, that pre-video thing, DP, that'll help because people will be able to know that it's coming and uh, it doesn't just pop up and you get an alert and it's like, oh, I got to go on the show and I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not ready to go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. I need all kinds of, you know, bathing and all kinds of things. <laughs> I have to cleanse. I have to cleanse myself before I go to YouTube. Right. Streamyard. Oh. I don't know. We'll see. All the stream streamyards, I think, more expensive than Zoom. It, it's <laughs> free to one platform. Oh, really? Yes. So, if you um, to, like, you can stream to like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Facebook. One of those for free, and then if you want to do more, then they you get charged. Oh. Then they charge you for the people who you have in the um on the chat on the chat with you. So. I think you get six free for a limited time, and then uh, if you go over that, you get charged. And if you want more people, then they charge you more. Well, but there's sounds... there's another one. Um, I forget the name of it. That is coming up uh, really fast too, and I th- it does the same thing where you can stream to multiple platforms at one time. Ooh, you know we have a Twitch channel and we never use it like at all. We probably oh, should that. start that. <laughs> Man. Start that. Yeah, I know nothing about Twitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I'm I I I I will concede and just say that I'm too fucking old for Twitch. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Wow. <laughs> I mean it's 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 just a new platform. I mean it's it's no different than any other. Right. One. It just it's mostly for gaming. It is I don't I was going to say I don't think I game enough and I don't think I am a petite woman enough to <laughs> Uh, to play those games on Twitch to yeah. get all those people to watch me. So, uh, well, so I mean, if so it could be worse, you could say that uh, you're going to try to do TikTok. Uh, well, I mean, we have a TikTok and it's still not. I mean, it's yeah. we post on it on occasion, but we, it's so we weird because, like, we're in the off season. So, like, what do we do? Like, you know, like, what what Just, am I supposed to do? Be like, John, we have some, that. We're here's some books. Like, well, I was going to say. Why don't you guys do like uh, new comic days? Like, you, well, you, but it's it's one. for the con specific though. Oh, okay, like, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, we could do one for the stores, but uh, that would be someone would have to run it and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's it's very time consuming. It is, and it's it's not something that can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. It is mm-hmm. not something that my boss Mm -hmm. understands as something that is important to bring youth in 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it's something that we're learning is that we have to expand our reach. Yeah. And try to reach that that next that current or next generation of readers. Because right. if we don't, then we're going to go in this direction really fast. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, okay, so the so I have a funny story about today for everybody. Um, and this is going to sound real bad. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was, but I got a email today from a, um, a writer slash artist that I, I really, really love. Like I love their work. And they asked me to back their Kickstarter and they were like, Oh, we have a retailer tier and it's blah, 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 blah. blah. And I look at it and I literally said, I will not be like, this is, I will make nothing off this retailer tier. Mm -hmm. I was like, you're charging X for this. You're charging X for this. And that means I need to charge like $250 a piece for these two prints just to make a 40% profit window on your retail things. And you're telling me that this is already 40% off. I'm like, that's not how this works like Mm -hmm. at all. And he got his publisher in it with me and i was like i'm sorry man like i love this dude's work but i can't like this is the math like the math does not work like i'm not gonna why would i pay full price to sell it for full price yeah like like i can't do that like if you want comic shops to exist to keep putting your books on the shelf and getting new readers like that anyway unless you're totally giving up and you just want people to only back your kickstarter you know, I can't, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do that, but I'll continue to buy all your other stuff through the regular publisher or the distributors and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, I don't, I don't think for the most part that people understand slim profit margins and they don't understand <laughs> selling in bulk because that's right. where when, when you're selling to retail, you're selling something in, in at a bulk price. And I don't think people understand or realize that when they start pricing their products. Right. Um, it's, it's something that we had to learn up front <laughs> yeah. about that. That those little slim margins and where you have to play around that and you have to learn where you're where you're dropping your money at to get into into those little margins because now you're figuring out okay so now I've got a five dollar book I need to sell it to you for two fifty so you can sell it for five so yep. you can make two fifty back on it while I try to make my two fifty on it so then where do you, where do you cut your profits at printing costs is where you have to come down right right so you have to be able to get your printing costs to what uh less than a dollar around a dollar if yeah. not then you're making a quarter and that's that's not sustainable over time right right yeah unless you're selling a shit ton of something which you know i mean that, that's I, I you know when people look at free comic book day um you know those books aren't free free <laughs> to us uh, the people buying them like we have to still pay 25 cents a book to get them and that that's from what I understand pretty much cost mm-hmm. for the big two and the other guys that are pushing stuff. Um, I think some books are like 35 cents, right. but you know, that's still a cost. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The cost is there, but when you have to do a print run of a thousand books, you know, that's, that's a good chunk of money. Right. So, um, well, it, that's the, the other thing is the more books you print, the cheaper the printing right. cost. Right. So, I mean, if you're only selling, if you're only printing like 500 or 600 comic books, it's going to be hard to get that, that printing cost under that 250 mark that you were talking. Is what yeah. we're talking about interesting at all? The <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry. Welcome okay. to economics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it could be because it's, to me, it's like it's 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 setting a precedence on when someone walks into and they pick up that book, right? And it, you need to understand why that book costs costs what it costs. Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, I remember when books were seventy five cent, a dollar, dollar twenty five. Right. I mean, you had competition in the market to to allow that kind of thing. You don't have that big competition in the market, especially in, as for printers to get those right. costs down. So I mean, we're you're talking about printing costs. Shipping costs because shipping's gone up. Uh, just as an example, like I, I send out um, like promotional stuff to stores, so things like this, and posters, yeah. and like I'll drop some stuff off to you guys. I've got like pens that I'm I'm, I'm sending out, but 
I mean, I can send a 12 ounce package in the United States for five dollars. If I cro- if it crosses the border into Canada, it's twenty five dollars. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I can't afford to send things <laughs> across the border or outside the continental United States mm-hmm. without it incurring massive costs to, to me. Yeah. So the the one thing that I I've thought about recently is upping the number of pages and charging more for the comic books because the thing is the 20 page standard became standard or 22 pages really Mm -hmm. became standard in an era when comic books were coming out once a month i mean let's be honest most indie comic book creators can't keep a monthly schedule or even a bi-monthly schedule so why not put out a 44 page comic book i mean not only are you saving yeah not only are you saving money on the printing you're saving money on shipping it it just it makes more sense right well i also think part of it is your your paper quality has to be a specific like it can't be crap um you know it marvel (laughs) marvel um (laughs) and well they've gotten better they're getting better again (laughs) um there was a good chunk of time though that it was crap um but you can't like you can't just put out garbage because no one's gonna buy it anyway so like you know i've said it on here a couple times when we talked about valiant's new direction of doing like a ten dollar prestige style three in one size comic book like a 50 or 60 page book doing two of those at 10 bucks a piece instead of four bucks a piece so you're saving two dollars buying them and you only have to buy two of them to get the whole story arc and then the graphic novel will be i think 20 bucks and it's going to be a hardcover so right you know, is it's... that is that a, a scare cost though is someone walking into the store going to say i'm going to pick up this ten dollar book yeah, but if they if you're like you only have to buy this every other month and you only need yeah. to get two of them, yeah, like and you have a whole story. To be fair, I'm seeing more people buy the graphic novels or the yeah, you know, nowadays than the floppies. The floppies, uh, the old school guys still buy them, uh, but a lot of the younger generation, graphic novels, yep, graphic yeah. novels, it's the the, mon- mon- the manga thing. Well, it's 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 also well, bang it's, bang for your buck. It's yeah. it's how much story can I get for this amount of money? So, um, you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like binge watching, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like think of that as like how HBO kind of does it. Like they put out the first half of the season, and you get X amount of time to watch the first half, and then they put out the second half. So it's kind of like. Well, I'm paying this money to watch it. I might as well binge the whole fucking thing, right? right? So doing it like that, I'm I'm curious to see how it pans out. But I got to see some of their prestige stuff that Alien, who is the new publisher for Valiant stuff, mm-hmm. um, I got to see some of those prestige books. And I, I like the format. I think it looks good. I think it was a good choice for them for what they do in their universe. Um, you know. So instead of putting out three books a month for four bucks a piece, they're going to do two a month for 10 bucks a piece and you're going to save four bucks, right? A month. They also don't have the the character, the number of characters like DC and Marvel where, you know, it's, you can name 10 Marvel characters just sitting here. You can name right. 10 DC just sitting here. Name 10 Valiant characters. Oh, don't challenge me. Don't challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean the general consensus, right? like the general or well, I mean, newbie comic. Right. I mean, well, you, you, you'll probably recognize Bloodshot and no one else. Yeah. I was going to say, go for it. I want to see if you can do it. Oh, Bloodshot. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, blood, My blood challenge shot. accepted. Do it. Yeah. Bloodshot, Eternal Warrior, Rye. Uh, Magnus Robot Fighter, uh, Solar. Uh, See, now is Magnus Robot Fighter technically a, a Valiant comic book, or is he a, a key comics character? Well, he, he was he technically was he's open source, but yeah, it's so Solar technically. But keep going. Uh, Torok. Uh, crap. 
at six. I know the team, but I can't remember any of the characters' names. The, uh, I feel like we're playing the Meow game. Right. Six, six, <laughs> it was the, the Secret Warriors. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, uh, Ivar. Yeah. Um, what was the, the what was his partner's name? I can't remember his partner's name. Uh, Armstrong, Arvar and Armstrong. Archer and Armstrong. Archer, Archer, and Armstrong. Archer and Armstrong. But wasn't there an Ivar? Uh, I've, Ivar Armstrong and Eternal Warrior are all three brothers. Right. So yeah. we're at nine. You need two more. You're at eight. Uh, eight. Uh, crap. What was those guys from the um the hardcore? I can't remember any of the hardcore guys' names. We'll, we'll, we'll go hardcore because that's, that's a that's a title. I'll take it. And uh, Armorings. Okay, you got ten. Good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so you missed. Here, the, you, he missed our question. favorite character, though, John. Dude. That, Exo Manowar. Exo Manowar. What about Ninja? And Shadow Man. Ninja. Shadow Man. Those were easy guys. Mambo. I think, and Steve just said Ninja. I remember remember when they changed his name to Ninja K and there were like different Ninja Ninja guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is this? Like Ninja K and then there was Ninja L, Ninja R. I'm like, this is so corny. Right. And who is the other? Like, uh, uh Toya Harado, yeah. who is the the main villain. He had his own book for a while. Um so, so here's a better question. Of those ten valiant characters you just named, how many of those characters do you think could support their own book? Well well um, I mean, most of them did. Well, they all have, yeah. They all they have, yeah. but on a consistent basis. No nope. Shadow I mean, Man does it. I mean, Shadow Man, Shadow Man, does. <laughs> Shadow Man, Bloodshot, Exo Man of War. Those three Those are the three. The, yeah. the three that I would say could definitely do that. Oh, yeah. That's, you don't think uh, Harbinger? Torak had a really popular video game there for a while. That's true. Harbinger, maybe. If they would ever, like, do. Like, I just don't think they've done Harbinger well since, like, 2017 ish, maybe. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what it's... was uh, Faith? Remember, there was going to be. Oh, a... yeah, Faith. Yeah, yeah. Faith. There yeah. was going to be a movie for a while until Bloodshot uh, crashed. Bombed. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, killed, it killed the whole Valiant universe in, in one well, swoop. <laughs> I have it on good authority that there's still some Valiant properties that are in development for TV and movie. Um, I was going to say, if they do well, the Shadow Man, that would work. The ones that went to Paramount, right? Because <laughs> they went, they, uh, Sony sold them the, the Paramount. Yeah. Yeah. So we will we will see how it goes. But anyway, so I guess we should probably talk about Grant's Kickstarter because that's why we're here tonight, right? <laughs> Thank you. All right, hold on. Uh, where's my share wanna, screen? There it is. Some, some setup himself. <laughs> there it is. Boom. See, <laughs> already pledged $48, $46. Look at that. That's a retailer tier for you. Yes. So. Look at this. 12 days to go, $156 short. I know, but it's been $156 short for like a week and a half. And oh, I just really? want to be like, ah, please. That's you you need a pledge of $13 a day. Right. <laughs> I feel like you should be like Susan Sarandon. <laughs> or Suzanne Summers, sorry. Suzanne. For $13 a day, right. you can get a Beowulf backer. You could fund you Beowulf. A, you can you can get a comic book with your name in it. Wait, no, wait, no. He, and it help they help feed starving children in Africa. Right? You can help <laughs> feed uh, Grant. It'll be help fine. feed starving dragons and cats. <laughs> you can donate money to cats. I like cats better than humans. <laughs> you can swing that, that this would work, big though. freaking that, sword. It'll be that fine. Would work. Yeah. Right. For thirteen dollars a day, you get a pair of these pajamas and a white cat. <laughs> yeah, Grant. I mean, I, I think that that's that's the one thing that we're always trying to figure out is where where do we go with promotions for stuff? Like, I, I always thought that like a Mooney uh, plush would like kill. Yeah. It'd be a killer. Uh, I agree. It would, sell, it would it would sell so much. I'm trying to do that for or well. Never mind. I'm not supposed to talk about the trade paperback. Never mind. <laughs> not yet. We're not there yet. Well, do do what do they call the the pillow the pillow uh, the b- body mashers, pillow. like the marsh pillows or whatever the heck they are. The waifu. I mean, wait. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, just do a cat one, a white cat one. So all the all the uh, I feel I feel like this is this is literally Grant and then Marvin yelling at him to not <laughs> talk about the, the graphic novel and him being like, dude, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> my sword's bigger than that. <laughs> oh, Your Schwartz it. is as big as mine. <laughs> my Schwartz. So, oh, here's Memories of the Morbid that just already ended and is in the stores right now. Yeah, so go and that as an add on. Yeah. Printed in the USA. <laughs> there you go. It's all you need to know, people. Yeah, we don't we don't send our books overseas because we don't want them to get trapped on the boat, right? <laughs> or customs. You want to pay the highest dollar you possibly can to print that bitch. Like <laughs> you want to pay America. Cost. I mean, you're you're either you're either getting screwed on the printing or getting screwed on the shipping, one or the other. Yeah, it's the same cost. It just depends on which way you look at it, right? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, well, man. I mean, in, in some cases, if you put it on on the right boat and it's in a it's in a container with someone else's stuff, then you get some of those costs get cut. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so ninety seven backers. That's pretty awesome, dude. I'm not gonna lie, it's not too bad. Yeah, that's not too. That's, not too that's, not too it's shabby. like an average of like twenty five bucks. That's it's not bad. You convinced 97 people to give you 25 bucks a piece. <laughs> right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was going to say, if you're panhandling, that's that's a good chunk of change there, man. Right? Right? Get so it. what What else? Like, like, I guess you should you should pitch your final pitch, sir, because, you know, you got 12 days to go. We'll, we'll do everything we can to, to remind people. So, yeah. So everybody knows the story of Beowulf. Uh, hopefully... If you live in the American educational system, you learned about Beowulf in high school. Uh, this is that guy, but reincarnated in modern times as a 30-something slacker. And he has a cat with magic powers and a sassy 13-year-old girl as his sidekicks. He's sassy. <laughs> oh, anyways, this is... Yeah, this is issue six. This is... Where everything comes to a head again with him and the dragon. So is this the end of the story arc? This is the end of the story arc. I mean, obviously there's going to be sequels, prequels, right? Uh, let's see. Oh, that was the retailer special I did. I was trying to see if it lets me see the the options again, but I don't think it will since I already pledged. Um, damn it. I think if you scroll if you scroll on the uh or under support, you can see what the uh the tiers are. <clears throat> support? Where is that at? On on the right. Let me see if I can look at it. Manage my yeah, manage right. oh. Well that's my what I chose. They updated a lot of this because they didn't have this um Oh yeah, yeah. Here they are. Before yeah, they, they added they added a bunch of new stuff uh on there. It started uh, trying, the last to, time trying to do a little better, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, they're 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 starting to listen to their to the audience about <laughs> how how or, and, and to the people who are creating how the layout should be. So we need thirty five people to do the digital copy, <laughs> right? Or we need twenty five people to do the standard print copy, or we need twelve thirteen people to do the print deluxe A. Deluxe, <laughs> or the B Deluxe Edition B. Ooh, Chrome Deluxe Edition. Right. We need ten people to do the Chrome uh, Chrome version, or like six people to do the catch-up tier. I think that's a great value, though. Like if you're getting all six issues. For twenty five bucks, because they're seven bucks a piece regular, right? Right, right. So you're getting what forty two dollars worth of stuff for twenty five bucks. Right. That's awesome. That's way awesome. Yeah. So twenty six for all three covers. Thirty three for the standard catch up tier, and that's even that is print copies. You're still saving ten bucks. 
like right. buying it in print like that. That's awesome. This one guy, this guy right here, he's awesome. He's he's the smartest one. On he's the smartest guy in the room right here. <laughs> Deluxe ketchup tier. So, oh yeah, no one no one wants the variant covers. I guess. Uh, yeah, interesting. This guy, also one backer, saving himself seven dollars. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I think the variant covers look great. I agree. Chrome ketchup, one guy. One guy paid cover price for the regular covers to get all of them in chrome. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> so ketchup retailer. Three covers. These this guy, he got these two guys. 26 bucks. I think. Well, or never, never mind. I, I was going to say who one of those people was, but you're actually not supposed to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, if it, if it doesn't show it on there, that's probably that's probably why it doesn't show. Yeah, but technically, John, you could say you're all of those guys. <laughs> These are all me, but um, I mean, you got five on the on the B cover, which is awesome. You got nine on the regular cover, which is real good. Yeah, twelve on the print. Or the print copy, standard copy, but forty two on the digital. Yeah, that's freaking awesome, man. Right. I mean that that and that's more than likely a lot of international people because of the, the again the shipping costs. Oh right, right, international. We just started doing like international shipping, and uh, we've we've gotten a few people from around the world. Yeah, a few people mm-hmm. from Italy, a few people from Australia. It's pretty cool. Well, to that. Think of- <laughs> That makes sense considering most of the artists in the uh, current comic industry are from like Italy and Spain and Brazil mm-hmm. and Portugal. So, <laughs> hey, my artist is from Argentina. So, you know, there you go. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I was, I was, I was having this conversation with somebody about the show about our con, <laughs> which, by the way, tickets go on sale on Sunday. Awesome. Um, oh, cool. And, uh, and we were talking about how, um most people like most of the artists right now we we would like literally open to previews and we flip through it and of all the artists not the writers because there's a lot of american writers still but of the artists alone of the and i think we went through the big two and that was it there were 10 total american artists or canadian artists like north america and we're like, holy yeah. crap! Like, that's that's a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's those profit margins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and they they get it. They come they come up with some good work and everything. So yeah, they yeah. Give Americans like a lot of competition, and <sighs> you know, I mean, we're like corporations out here, you know, farming out um work to the to the Philippines and everything. <laughs> 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 yeah, really, you know. But I mean, how economics are, you know, you can't be yeah. a capitalist if you um if you don't find a way to cut costs. Let's uh let's see if anybody backed it. Let me update it here. Yeah, I I was just gonna say I I hate to say it, but I think nope. part of the reason why people from outside of the U.S. are becoming uh comic book artists is because they're the only people like they're the only people who can like afford to be comic book artists. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <clears throat> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Work for hire. Like, yeah, we just need more people to be part of the Heroes Initiative. It's fine. So, <laughs> but no, it's good. Ever like, seriously, guys, like, if you're watching this, you're listening to this, go, go back, Beowulf. It's a great series. Um, support local if you can. Um, I mean, Grant literally lives a mile from me. We still have yet to go get drinks, but we'll do that sometime yeah. soon. Um, and it's not you know, tomorrow, no. Stay away tomorrow. <laughs> oh really? Uh, Steeler game tomorrow. Oh, that's and, right. uh, oh shit! Uh, and uh, if uh, they're on the trajectory that I believe that they're going to do, um, yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near Pittsburgh at that time here and there. Cool, going into the store early then. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so or leaving. Really. 
Well, that'll yeah. be the, the, the best time to go and do whatever you want to do is while the game's on because nobody will be on, on the streets or uh, in the stores. Yeah, going gro- grocery shopping during the game is always weird. Because there's like- nobody there. It's like a ghost town. Yeah. yeah. I love that's actually one of the things I need to do tomorrow. So maybe, maybe. All right. Uh, so Marvin sent this awesome video of uh, of the action figure. So we're gonna watch the Blaine action figure video. It's it's one minute long. Hopefully YouTube doesn't think that I'm pirating some copyright stuff. So <laughs> it hopefully doesn't shut us down live, which would be hilarious. Uh, your sound is off. Oh, hold on. Do you hear it or is it just me? I don't hear it. Woo! You might have to share the audio. Let's say it was really loud for me. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I do like the soundtrack though for him. I could have read you something That's like a this. lot of nice accessories there. That beats Marvel Legends by a bit, <laughs> and 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 it's GI Joe scale. So I mean, it, I think it's it better with the articulate. Like when I when I was was originally posting, and people were like, "Man, you got that kind of articulation and a figure that small." Like, yeah, that's what we really were looking for because um, everyone else is going to the six inch scale, and I'm like, I I don't like those. I don't like that size figure anymore. <laughs> I want I want GI Joe scale. Because all the other accessories and the vehicles or anything are cheaper. I was going to say, are you going to make vehicles eventually? Um, I priced out the the Equinox is the name of the of their plane, and I'm going to say no. Because <laughs> 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 I mean, not anytime soon. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's a pipe dream because it's like you, have you seen like those has labs and how much like it costs for the Sky Striker? Like, what was it like? 650 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. It'll be around that price. Yeah. What yeah, I almost pulled the trigger on Giant Man and then I'm like, uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Not not just for Giant Man alone. Yeah. I'll be right I mean, back, guys. I, I gotta I, run out I, I almost got back. the uh the Galactus and I was I was when I was um looking at it and I'm like, what am I gonna do with this thing? I'm never gonna take it out the box. <laughs> what about that? What about the um uh, the aircraft carrier. If if they do the flag, I'm on, I'm into that. I'm into that. But, yeah. Why don't they make? Why don't you guys make something that size? Um. So I mean, that's going to probably be like a that's a thousand dollars right there. Because if you remember when it first was released in the '80s, it was one hundred fifty dollars, and that was expensive. So think about it with uh, inflation. How much that thing would cost now? Eight hundred, yeah. nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Woo. Well, yeah. consider what the same time He Man. Ca- Castle Grayskull was around a hundred bucks, give or yep. take. Uh, now the the redo reboot uh, is like a three hundred to five hundred dollar mm-hmm. castle. Same damn thing, mm-hmm. you know, slightly more articulated, but same thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not spending three hundred dollars on a castle that I could go to a local <laughs> flea market, yeah. and then I'll repaint the son of a bitch and make it look good myself. <laughs> You know, right, but I, but if they were if they, if they were to do a, a Haslab for the USS flag, I mean, I I couldn't stop myself because that was the that was the holy grail when I was younger. The thing I never got. I had the Sky Striker, I had the the uh the base, but never and I was able to get the flag. And that, that'd be like I, I'd find some place to put that thing. I, I was gonna say I understand now why I never owned any of the any of the play sets because you're if you're saying it's like three hundred dollars by today's standards. Yeah, my parents didn't have that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why you never got it because retail it was it retailed for one hundred and fifty five dollars with the flag. Jesus, that was in what was that 1986? So yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, that, that was a lot of money. That one hundred fifty five dollars was a lot of money yeah. in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, and it was one of the things like you go to the store and you, you pick up the box like, man, I wish. <laughs> and, then, and then like a couple years later i mean like uh 15 10 15 years later you're paying 150 dollars for playstation so <laughs> yeah yeah hey, it's all in what you were you know you look forward to as a kid you know right i always had to wait till christmas for the big he-man stuff or mm-hmm. the big transformer stuff that i wanted because i knew i wasn't going to be able to get it normal way occasionally you get that 
hey i got an a and whatever and then my yeah would be like oh mm-hmm. you, you let's go to kmart or children's palace and you can pick out a figure you know so, so i got inside of children's palace was it does anybody remember if, if it was children's palace that was downtown the toy store i believe it was okay. well there's an sw randall that's still there yeah and there's oh. I, I don't i don't understand how that stays open <laughs> I, I don't i don't i don't get it i'm like i've been in there at least 50 times in the last two years right and i'm always the only person in there like there may be one or two people to come in but i've never seen anybody else in that store i have no idea either like yeah i think i think he he does it like on like Seinfeld. He keeps he keeps it open for spite. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have and then they have they have what two other locations? It's Shady Side and uh, Squirrel Hill, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm like, how does it? How does this work? He has the cafeteria down there with the soup Nazi. So that's where he's making all his money with the awesome soup. Oh man, here's a cafeteria. No choice for you. No train for you. No train for you. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Have some soup. <laughs> I Have some soup. Now. No train for you. No Voltron for you. <laughs> was that been my day, right? <laughs> Would you say, Grant? I haven't been downtown in so long. You should go down there sometime. It's very nice. It's pretty. <laughs> Dylan Waltz still there? This is some, sarc- some sarcasm, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm being serious. It is pretty. There's... There's some stuff to do. Now. I was down there a couple times. I went to see the, I went to see Superman at Heinz Heinz Hall with Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra playing. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, you just can't find a Seven Eleven or a McDonald's in downtown anymore. That's right? right. There. No, what was that, John? What that was? Uh, what two weeks ago? I think. Was it last um, week? It was last week. Was it last week? It was. Last it was week. two weeks ago. Um, but they do they they do a bunch of them. Um. Let me see if I can find what the next one's going to be. I think the next one. I think is it Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra does a lot of cool. Um, they do a lot of cool like scores. Uh, like I saw they did um across the Spider Verse too, but it was like a symphonette, so it was mm-hmm. a small uh a smaller Philharmonic, and they had a DJ on stage too. But the symphony was all women and mostly women of color, which was even cooler um, to to check out. And the whole thing was was just awesome. Uh, mm. There's Frizzy with the PSO. Frizzy's a local nerdcore rapper. Um, that's coming up on November 8th. Uh, let's see. Movies. Let's see what movies they're doing. But I, w- I will tell you, like... Um, so we're we're sitting there and like they're warming up before they play Superman and some euphonium is in tuba. They're both doing the da 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 and I'm just like getting goosebumps. Like I'm ready to do this. Let's watch this freaking movie because I hadn't seen it like 20 years anyway. Still held up pretty well. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Muppet Christmas Carol, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Princess Bride in March. Um, and that's as far as they go. I know they're doing Star Wars, or at least they're tentatively doing one of the Star Wars movies for May the 4th. Um, okay. Ah, okay. So, yeah, so that'll be kind of cool. And it was cool, like, after Star Wars, like, I, or Superman, I walked outside and I ran into uh, to Wayne and um, Marcel from the Toonzeum. Uh, old Toonzeum guys, old uh, Schutz Powell guys. Um you know, Wayne used to work both for us and for uh, Phantom up in Oakland. Um, yeah, it was it was a good good. It was a nice run into and and hang out for a little bit. But seriously, downtown is it, it, there's a lot of stuff to do if you really if you want to go down there and spend the day. Um, it's getting a little cold, so the wind's gonna whip at you. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, you can always eat and go to the Eagle. You can go to um, Gaucho. Gaucho's amazing. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah, I had gaucho when they were down in the strip before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, when they were tiny. Now yeah. they're like two floors and huge. I know the yards down. Doing? There. The yard with the oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and they're, they're supposed to be opening like three or four new uh, restaurants down there within the next uh, six months or so. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, get the they did. They did um, cancel. They were going to put that mo- a movie theater down there, and they canceled plans for that. Oh, really? Yeah, that would have been yeah. no. Well, I mean, you had what five movie theaters down there in in the eighties and in the early nineties, and they 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 shut them all down, and then told everybody to go to the mall. So. Hmm. First of all, the malls are shutting down. So, you know, <laughs> as as someone who works in a virtually abandoned mall, yeah, hey now, <laughs> hey, I'm not telling nothing. Nobody knew, doesn't know. That's fair. <laughs> so that was that. That's that's one of the funny things is that I saw recently is that they're doing they were doing the anniversary of, of Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. and it's being done by Regal. Yeah. Regal Cinemas and the movie theater at the Moroville Mall is a Cinemark. <laughs> like, right? Why? Why is Cinemark not not handling this when the, you're right at the mall where the movie was was filmed? Oh, they don't care. It is that's corporate for you? Yeah, it's like that's making a sense, but okay. Corporate rarely makes sense in the business yeah. world. You have to think the most outrageous thing in the back of your mind, and then they'll do that. <laughs> but then they'll be like, well, "What about the most simplest thing?" It'd be like, "Ah, oh, it costs too much money. Uh, <laughs> it's not cost effective. We can't do that. <laughs> it's not going to put well, any money in my coffers." I also don't. I I don't know. Well, like Regal, Regal's been hurting though. Yeah, so yeah. They they they're, they're probably looking now. at this as like a a way to get a kind of like a um what's the word uh like Purple. a <laughs> <laughs> um no like a I'll find a niche what the hell do they call themselves. that <laughs> not not a niche like a a cult classic that's what I was looking for yeah. they're looking for a cult classic that'll bring people in around a certain time to help boost sales um and Cinemark probably doesn't need that like and Cinemark might just be too big Mm-hmm. as a corporation now i'm really surprised row house didn't do it yeah um considering row house is like you know a local chain um because they just bought the hollywood too mm-hmm. so they did. well they, they've yeah. got a horror movie um uh theme they're doing and i don't i don't think it's, <laughs> i think night of the living dead was part of it i don't think dawn of the dead was was part of it yeah i oh, think okay. night, night of the living dead was part of it yeah and then i, I found was. out that uh, what was the movie that um, Romero did? I can't remember what it's called. That Pitt has in their in their library system, but they won't let the movie theaters play it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Like one like one of those Romero lost lost movies. Like one of his like student films or some shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I will tell you a fun piece of trivia. Um, so when I worked for KB Toys in Monroeville back in. Uh, this had to be like 08. Uh, they had a anniversary of Dawn of the Dead uh, and a basically like a horror hound weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to watch Dawn of the Dead in the mall. Nice. Wow. Like That's in front crazy. of my store, they brought in a giant blow up screen and they had a couple of the different zombies there. And they we all just watched it together. It was awesome. It was right where the fountain used to be in the movie. Um, I mean, why are they not like continuously doing like you have? Don't they still have the Living Dead Museum in? Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't understand why they're not like. I mean, that, but that's a crossover thing. So that could have been a crossover with the cinema. Well, that those were the people that did it uh, actually. Like the the Night of the Living Dead Museum guys had time space toys, which is still there. Yes, Uh, they were the guys that put on that weekend. So yeah, we did it. We did a uh, Grant and I did a show there. What what was that? June. Yeah, that was our our mini show we did with them, the Pittsburgh Comic Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to. They're doing a, a toy show, not this Sunday, but the one after that. This mm-hmm. uh, this Sunday, Justin and I are going to be in Cherry Hill doing a uh, a comic show with the guys from Pop Culture. And I'm going to be at that too. Are you upstairs or downstairs? I have no idea. Okay, we're upstairs because we want the quicker Pittsburgh loadout. Comic book show in Cherry City Fire Hall. Cherry Hill, yep. yeah, yeah. Hill. And and while while Rand is there, uh, DP uh, Harrowberg and I will be in Akron for the Akron Comic Con. 
Oh, Saturday awesome. Sunday. Yeah. Is that still in that like old, like uh, Civic Center downtown? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, was in like a bank. Aminios, right? Aminios. Aminios. Oh, nice. Oh, it's yeah. oh no no it's over in that one. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good. I like that place. I like the food there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the atmosphere of that show. I think this yeah. is actually the first time I'm going to miss that show in a while because I have to go to uh, Frostburg, Maryland on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I'm disappointed I, so. I don't get to go with you guys. It's a, it's a good show. Yeah. I think it's weird because they have that weird back room. Like, <laughs> like where they expanded the back the back into that weird back room. Yeah. And like the first year I remember, I think Keith was back there. And he was like, I'm killing it back here because pe- there's no one to bother people. They just come back, shop, and leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we, so, we spent a lot of time talking to Tony Isabella. Um, yeah. At the show that one year. Yeah. He's pretty did, cool. he, did he tell you a lot about Black Lightning? Yeah. And he, he told us a lot about uh, his days at Marvel, too. His, oh, his, that's cool. <laughs> his unhappy days at Marvel. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I think it was a little happier at DC, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's a good dude. I like Tony. So, uh, DP, you have a Kickstarter coming up. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I got my theme of these. Um, issue four coming out um, next year. So the Kickstarter, that'll kick off in January. So right now, um, you can go to the um, to the website, to um, themeofthieves.com and also comicsburg.com and click on the link and you'll be able to be notified. So once it kicks off at the end of January, We'll be all good. So, all right, where do I need to go here? Comics, comics. Uh, go to go to creators. Go to theme of thieves. Villainy, villainy previews. I don't have the link there. Uh, I guess I got to put the link there. (laughs) (laughs) Creators, look at this. Look at the sexy beast right here. There you go. There you be He's controlling that weather in the background. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, we can go to Marvin's. Let's look at Marvin's. Oh, look at that. No hat. Oh, that this looks like a, Phantom of the Attic. Is that a Phantom of the Attic? Yes. Yeah, that's a Phantom. Okay. Oh, oh, we can look at Grant too. What are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to do a faith plus one moment? Yep, basically. That's my there's rock a, star photo. There's a giant beer over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a kitten. It's a white cat. So, oh. is there going to be a a beer theme at uh, Three Rivers next next year? Yes. Ugh, yes. You got you guys has got to get us the sponsor that one year. We, we love to sponsor the beer for the for the show. Well, uh, maybe like I can't, I'm not at liberty to say who the beer artist will be this year, mm-hmm. but I will tell you that if it is the person that, um, that Todd and I have been talking about, that person has been published by both Marvel and DC. Mm. So. Wow. That's a that's a big giant list of people, man. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say that's not really much of a right, there. but but it but it will be their creator owned property that will cool. be the beer label. Oh, the fun go. part was when I said, understand that if you want this beer label to also be the poster for the show, it cannot have beer on the poster. <laughs> and he was like, "What? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, man." He's like, well, I don't want to ask him to do two arts. I'm like, well, then I'm going to find somebody else to do another poster. So get it right the first time. So <laughs> Nothing says, you know, hey, hey, kids, buy beer because it's on this comic book poster, you know? Hey, right. I mean, that would never be approved by the comics code. ever. No, no. So, well, that's why we don't have anything about the comics code on our book. Like like our, like our copy of the Edge issue four in stores today. <laughs> wow! Where, and see, this our... is why I tell people you guys are the hardest working dudes in comics. <laughs> like you're like the hardest working indie publisher. 
Like, I would love to see what you guys, what kind of total chaos would 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 reign with you guys being at New York. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're we're you know what they would do. They're just we're Chicago. He's a piece. Chicago. Uh, I, think, I think and... I think we're going to do C2E2 next year. Okay. Um, yeah. I I like I try. I've been trying for the past three years to get into MegaCon and, and just can't get past the uh the the velvet the velvet rope. Like that, it's like be, even before they put up tickets or like yeah. uh, tables, they're gone because they get rollover from the year before. Yeah. So until they expand or do something different, like MegaCon is going to be probably off limits for unless somebody drops out. And then we get pushed up on the waiting list. I'm on the waiting list right now. And it's just like, am I going to get in there or not? Because it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I, I'll be not, I'm not going to lie. I heard you. I almost thought you said drop dead instead of drops out. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, it's like, damn, Marvin, you really want that spot. <laughs> Give me that spot. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so DP, when you get uh, your Kickstarter up, let me, let us know. We'll have you back on. You said it's in January. That'll be after our break. It'll be good times. Awesome. Um, always you. glad to have you on, man. Appreciate you. Yep, that'll be coming out very soon. Nice. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm you, always excited you guys to see... have you guys on. So, time. like, when I was talking about promotional things, this is my my newest promotional item. So, <laughs> I go around carrying this. Like, we go to when we go to shows, I have like this, and it's oh, it's always a stop and stopper and looker. Nice. So somebody goes, what? What is that? Is that is that syringes? I go, yeah, it's the it's the edge. <laughs> so you can buy books and you get a shot of the edge. And if you get powers, and I mean, I'm not telling you have to do it. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> and I go, yeah, press the button. I'm like, yeah, it's just a pen. I'm not telling you to be a hero, right? <laughs> and I I went to a conference in Vegas in October, and I'm like, I should stop at some comic shops down there and bring some of these with me. I'm like. I don't think I should take these to, to the airport security. Because <laughs> <laughs> they they like the Pittsburgh International <laughs> Airport. If people haven't heard, have been having serious problems with guns. People yep. bring guns <laughs> to the airport. So I'm, I'm like, shocked. if I had this in my, they're in not my the bag, only airport, but they're the yeah. <laughs> they're definitely the, the. We hear it a lot because yeah. it's the local one to us. But yeah, and and they scanned this and they saw it. Like they probably like. Is, is that a syringe? Is he taking syringes on the on the flight? They're gonna be like, "What you doing? We need to open all your shit. Please step into this room, sir." <laughs> yeah. So then we've got we got the pen. So that the mysterious symbol or glyph that you're always seeing in the book is now a pen. Oh, that's awesome. So these these go. I, I usually like these are like promotional things. So I give them away like the stores for free. So I'll I'll drop some some off down uh, waterfront um, when we get back from uh, Akron. Sorry, I'm trying to catch up on all of uh, all of Heroinberg. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he's I was gonna going say, off. have you guys seen the uh, what someone did to uh, a three thousand dollar video game? What uh, you like? Someone brought it in through the <laughs> customs, and it was a. Uh, rare pokemon game graded mm -hmm. so it was in the case and stuff and they cracked the case they cracked the case Jeez. they tore the box <laughs> threw away the inserts basically the only thing they didn't do is like destroy the game yeah but it was a three thousand dollar rare pokemon game that's no longer worth three thousand dollars so I, I would hope that the person who owned that had insurance yeah yeah I'm, well <laughs> insurance and hopefully a have a lawyer on retainer there. oh yeah oh yeah that that that's, that's a, a nice that's lawsuit, a lawsuit right there that's, <laughs> wow that's crazy like he just went from three thousand to ten dollars <laughs> yeah well, probably still like a hundred dollar game yeah like, wow. but, but the fact that they they did that because that he even i guess he even said he's like the story behind this is i told him hey i have this this graded game and they're like well we're just gonna inspect it and that's all they told him they didn't say oh we're going to destroy the shit out of it yeah and <laughs> i mean, that, that's I, mean I understand it. why because you know people do stupid stuff to bring mm -hmm. in illegal things and i get that but um if it's in a sealed plastic container and you put it under x-ray 
I think it would be that would be sufficient enough. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I I feel in, in some instances those guys are trying to be jerks and and then oh yeah sometimes yeah. because they did that to me. They like I had a um like one of those snow globes in my bag. They took it out, unwrapped it, didn't wrap it back up, and then just threw it back in the bag, and it, it got crushed. And oh yeah, that's way rude. So then it like all my stuff was wet because it, the, all the water leaked out of it. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. That was the Heroes Con, wasn't it? What what, what uh, that one no. or or do you have something else break during um yeah. I think came off the plane? Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it I mean it's like you take chances going to the, like putting anything in a bag and, and, and yeah. taking it to the airport, especially like if you're going to shows. I mean, in some cases, I think it's better just to ship the stuff to to the show or to your hotel room. Or, or drive it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. these they don't care. I like, guess like the post office. <laughs> it's like fragile, huh? <laughs> Hold on, let me take this knife and just jam it right <laughs> through it. How fragile <laughs> are you? Let me get fragile my ass. Like <laughs> it's 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 so it's it's just crazy. Like these they don't care because it's, it's somebody else's stuff. And they're like mm, whatever. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. This is why I drive to everything. Like I <laughs> I also like road trips. Like I just like them. Um like I drove to, to Heroes two years ago. It was a lot of fun to road with Justin Birch. Um I've done Chicago a couple times with some friends. I've, we just did Chicago or we just did New York. Mm-hmm. Uh I just drove to Richmond to see a friend and pick up a collection. Um, which ended up being crazy because my GPS took me like all these crazy back roads, but mm-hmm. um <laughs> Yeah, it was it's a good time, you know, like so with a fan full of comics. New York Comic Con, my buddy JD Rosario does um um Unstoppable Comics, the one I told you if you get, get a chance to visit. He yeah. had put a, he put his display up on Thursday and the guys that came in to like uh put down other display stuff knocked all his stuff down. Wow. So he had to, he yeah. spent most of Friday re- rebuilding his um his 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 display. Oh, that sucks. I that was really going to say, sucks. to be fair, what? We were walking through, what, Thursday? Or we Wednesday walked through we, we walked through Wednesday night at like and 8 o'clock for like chaos. a half hour. Mm-hmm. And it was chaos. Yeah. Well, it was controlled chaos. It was mostly yeah. a bunch of forklift drivers. But yeah, um, but they were whipping around. We're like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I saw, what was it? There was a dude putting up one of the uh, anime floaty things. Yeah. The and giant he was on balloons. a, he was on a uh, ladder and one of the forklift guys hit the ladder and then yeah. my wife was run right underneath him and i was like oh god this is gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> thank god like the forklift driver stopped and then he grabbed the ladder and things stopped i yeah. grabbed rachel and i went out of the way i'm like yeah i was like okay enough sightseeing i was like let's get the hell out of here Jesus, uh, Grant, you have to jump to another show, right? I don't actually. He uh, he actually canceled. Oh, cool. Oh, who was that going to be? <laughs> uh, Brian LCS. Oh, cool. But That's I cool. actually do have to burn. So I mean, are we, we want we do wrap up or? Yeah, yeah, we can wrap up. It's nine o'clock. So okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having well, me on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Always. always. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on and hanging out with us. Oh, we're, always, you know, we, all, we always appreciate coming and taking over your show and, and talking yeah, about the main things that have nothing hunt. to do with anything. We're like I'll the Pittsburgh Comic Sunday. Clubhouse here. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, great. Yeah, we'll see you Sunday we, for sure. We were up sure. to six people, but we're not back down to three again. Yeah, that's eh, okay. We'll we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. There's too many of these damn podcasts anymore, anyway. So, but like I say, is that if you if prepping, prepping people up. It's probably the easiest way to um yeah, I'm gonna try that out. That coming. So I'm gonna try it. We'll see how it goes. But never for... any of my suggestions. We're... We're... Come we're on, man. I've I've definitely taken your suggestions before. They mostly worked out. Mostly. See? See? So see? No, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> just you know, we're all we're all happy family. It's fine. Right. Worst uh, but... worse, you just use your dog's drawing. Pet That's cuteness. Fair. Pet cuteness is Social media. It's true. I might just hold Lucy Gold. and be like, 
Come watch us on our podcast in 20 minutes. I, I'll, um, I'll bring my cat and it will I mean, just it, do right. dueling pets. There's a guy uh, in um, Sacramento, Ben, uh, Empire Comics and Hot Sauce. He uh, has pugs always in his videos. So I guess. Oh, <laughs> very true. Very true. All right, guys. So uh, make sure you guys uh, back Grant's Kickstarter. He's got 12 days left. And he's $150 of your hard money. Go yes, and give him so some cash. Close. Get some, up, get some cool. Get some cool books. I'm so close, guys. I'm so close. So close. So close. We're getting. We're gonna get you over that line. I'm promising you. Uh, also, don't forget if you're a local creator and you've uh, and you set up at our show, you have total right and access and approval from me to post in our uh, fan group page. You can totally do that too. So you guys are more than welcome to do that. Just please don't spam the shit out of it. Um, that's, I think I did that's, already in there. I think I did too, but you could probably do it one more time. Uh, maybe to, maybe in a couple days. Uh, and remember to go out and support local comics anyway. Even if you're not buying from us, make sure you buy somewhere local. Uh, keep shops alive because you know we are the lifeblood of the industry. And without us, um, you're gonna have to buy everything online and read it online, and that's gonna suck. So uh, it'll be very Marvel boring. Unlimited uh, blows. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? What? Uh, and uh, <laughs> don't forget, we have the uh, the Pat Olive signing coming up on uh, the day before Thanksgiving at the waterfront from five to eight. Um, yeah, he's got that Secret Wars battle feet or battlegrounds, battle world, battle world coming yes. out that day. It's going to be awesome sauce. Um, and then also this Sunday, tickets go on sale for Three Rivers. Uh, we're also going to start guest announcements um, starting Sunday. Uh, with some familiar and unfamiliar to Pittsburgh faces. Cool. So it will be very cool. Very excited. Um, a lot of cool returning people, a lot of cool newcomers. It's going to be a we lot of fun this there. year. Comicsburg will be there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, guys, thanks again so much. And we will see everybody next week uh, on Wednesday. Right. Good night. Thanks. See you guys.